Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Last Wednesday, after a seven-day break, I rejoined the modern world. For a full week, I'd done something frightening, shaming, yet ultimately liberating. I'd been without a phone. This strange period started in Washington, D.C. in a taxi bound for the airport. I'd spent the journey doing emails on my phone, which I put down on the seat to pay the driver, only to leave the cab without it. In airport security a few minutes later, I reached into my bag. No phone. I emptied it onto the floor. Nothing. My heart started to race. My breathing turned shallow and I was prickling with sweat. I've lost my phone, I wailed at the person next to me. Half a dozen people overheard and an impromptu crisis team formed. Someone tried to ring my number, but it was on silent. Others asked if I knew the name of the cab company or if I'd paid by card. No and no, I said. Already I'd learnt two things. People in general are very nice. And on the scale of human calamities, losing your phone is now seen as up there with cardiac arrest. Two hours later, queuing for a taxi in Boston, I felt the need, ancient mariner style, to tell my story to the man next to me. He asked for my Apple login details and then showed me on his phone a little blue circle moving slowly over a bridge. There it is, he said. It's 396 miles away. I looked at the blob and wanted to cry. In my hotel room, I sat on the edge of one of two vast beds and gazed down on the city, lit up below me. Room service was on its way and from my laptop I emailed various people to say I'd lost my phone. By any standards, I was safe, facing no imminent or distant risk. Yet I still felt all wrong, exposed and vulnerable. The stress of the speech I was giving was nothing by comparison. At the conference the next day, the delegates filed out for coffee, but there was no networking going on as everyone was in silent communion with their emails. With no such comfort blanket, I had no choice but do something retro, engage a stranger in conversation, who rewarded me by being both interesting and vaguely useful. Later, out on the street and bound for South Station, I did another thing I hadn't done since I got my first smartphone. I asked a woman for directions, and she duly provided them. Here was my next discovery. Asking a person is better than Google Maps. It's faster and doesn't require reading glasses. On the train to New York, I did my emails. Because it's a kerfuffle opening your laptop and signing on, I did them in one go, after which I shut the machine and read a book. It then occurred to me that the invention of the BlackBerry was not progress. There's nothing to be gained from having your emails follow you around, and much to be lost as it distracts from whatever else you're doing. By day three, all panic had gone, replaced by an unaccustomed feeling of freedom. Without my whole world tugging at me from my pocket, I could simply marvel at the beauty of Central Park South in the early morning sun. 
Back home in London, there were only two occasions on which a phone might have come in handy. The first was when I'd missed the last overground home and I wanted Uber, but this wasn't too bad, as soon enough a bus came trundling along. The second was when I was meeting someone who had tried to text to tell me she was running late. All that happened was I was left waiting for 20 minutes, which I spent thinking about what I wanted from the meeting. When my new phone arrived last Wednesday, I felt no pleasure at the neat white oblong box. I opened the text messages, dreading all the things I'd missed, only to find I'd missed nothing. Texts don't automatically transfer from one gadget to another. There was only one bad thing about losing my phone. I lost face at the same time. When one of my sons left his phone on a park bench a few months ago, I told him that if he wasn't mature enough to look after a smartphone, he wasn't mature enough to own one. My loss proved something different. Evidently, I'm too mature to look after mine, and now I know I'm too mature to need it as well. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Wow. Well. 